love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to Banter Buddies, everybody. Episode 4. In the house. The way you write it, you write zero four, so you know there's going to be more than ten. That's right. You know, you got to leave room for that uh, second digit, but that also means we have an upper limit of ninety nine. That is, that is poten- yeah. that's about as many as we can potentially see ourselves doing. Unless, unless this show just becomes a runaway hit, you know, then we might have to do more than ninety nine. Yeah, we're not going to be like an XFL jersey. Like we're not we're not putting three digits on there. Oh, nice. That's interesting. I do not even remember that about the XFL jerseys. They could have hundreds of numbers. That <laughs> I think that they only allowed the one. Like uh-huh. I saw, I remember seeing like the one because I think like a two or like a four, probably even a, any digit probably beyond a one would be like too wide for like the seam, the people sewing it you know there's only so far you can go yeah you're right you get to run into a problem there i mean we see that in other sports if someone has a really long last name and they like have to put it on the back of a basketball jersey you'll see it like it just like bends upwards you know and I, it's, yeah. like an, it's like an arch I mean, all those all the czech republic hockey players you know you see, <laughs> and then some of them are hyphenated on top of that it's like whoa it's like a huge rainbow font you know yeah totally well um yeah we got time so we got space we're going 99 neil we're going 99, 99 episodes this is just episode four you, if you're listening to this right now uh, which you are um you are you're on the forefront okay they're going to um be other people who come after you and discover this podcast but you were here for episode four so yeah so just the 10 of you listening right now you guys get to be like hey guess what when like three other people come on by number 99 you get to be like hey i was here at four yeah it's bragging rights you where have you been where have you been those are your rights those bragging rights thanks for listening to banter buddies thanks for being the superest of super fans here neil happy new year to you happy Happy new New year Year. yeah our first episode of uh 2021 brian we did it we made it we're here 2021 Feeling uh, feeling good about that. Yep, we're here in January. It's uh, it's uh, it's the it is the new year. Do you, do you feel differently, Brian? How do you feel? Uh, I do. I feel different. I yeah. feel so different. Yeah, time has I passed. I washed the one sweatshirt that I wear every day, oh. and I just I feel clean. Was <laughs> that your clean. excuse for not washing it? It was like, nope, it's not the new year yet. Gotta gotta. Keep I had it to stinky. wait. Yeah, it's basically been since it's been one whole year. Well, you taught me that I didn't need to wash my jeans that much because you you always were rocking the raw denim. And so I was like, oh, hey, you know, we're on tour. We don't need to wash our jeans one time for four weeks. (laughs) Neil doesn't do it. He's cool. Yeah. So now I just don't wash anything. Yeah, I just got to hang them up every now and then and, you know, air them out. That's okay. Wait, why don't you wash raw denim? What's the point? Because there, uh, people like uh, if you have raw denim, people like uh, sort of the uh, you know some of the like uh, creases and 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 sort of uh, you know kind of weathered look that you can get from it if you don't wash it, and it uh, and just in, in general the colors are just a little bit uh, they'll, they'll fade away a lot co- more quickly on raw denim. So if you wash them, suddenly you'll have like not the same colored jeans at all. So you want them to be that dark indigo color. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a nerdy denim thing. But. Neil, I said something in 10th grade that I just thought about that I probably shouldn't say again, but I remember <laughs> saying it to a person very convincingly in 10th grade. I said, Hey, you know who makes a great pair of jeans? Old Navy. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Dang. I don't man. know if I've been back. Should I? I need to go shop at Old Navy probably some more. Old Navy. You were a, you, you're an Old Navy boy then, and you and you still are. You still are, right, Brian? Now, there's one pretty close to your house, I think. So you got to go there. Yeah, it's, it's right around. The I need corner. to go back. I just need some more pockets. You know, I need <laughs> cargo shorts. Yeah, Old Navy. I think they're like all over the country. So pretty much, you know, if you're in the U.S. listening to this, uh, you know what Old Navy is. If you're not in the U.S., um, it is. It's like a just a clothing department store, right? Hey, and, where uh, was that one raw denim place that you always were trying to track down? Was it in Madison, Wisconsin, or was that in Des Moines, Iowa? Yeah, you remember that? Um, yeah, a place in Madison. It's called Context. There's a good uh, good spot there. Now they don't make their own denim, but they carry lots of the nice brands of denim. Oh, that's right. Like yeah, that. yeah, the so, fancy stuff. Yeah. Hey, so. listen, if you're gonna buy one pair of jeans for like ten years, like It'll, just get the they last a long time. Yep. Um, Go hard, but, but yeah, that's uh, you know we got we got denim, we got New Year's. It's, Is this episode uh, about denim? It's the denim episode. It's the pants episode. Everybody, pants, pants. You know, I I think we we will get to that point where we are getting super specific into like garments of clothing and stuff like that. But as of right now, you know, we're, we're keeping it kind of more broad, you know, more open ended in that way. We have a theme, but then you know, you can play around a lot in that. It doesn't get too specific. So we'll see if we get to those uh, very specific topics someday. Yeah, we're talking about holidays, oh. and we could we could talk about clothing within holidays because you know, my mom. She didn't let me wear corduroys oh. during Easter because she oh. said that was a winter pant. Mm. And it is very warm. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mom, I'm going to wear corduroys all summer just because you said that. Yeah, that's that's a big part about being an adult is being able to wear a corduroy whenever you want. You know, it's yeah, huge. it's huge to have that flexibility in your pant wearing. And let's say, hey, you know, I want to wear corduroy and maybe they have cargo pockets and maybe i got them at old navy you know i can do what i want mom okay old navy is just a great supplier of pants brian for sure but yeah you pants. brought it up we have uh we have holidays on uh, uh as our theme here we're gonna we're gonna get into the cuckoo voicemail and listen to um our wonderful callers who called in this week to talk about uh, their made-up holidays we asked everybody to make up a holiday and then talk about what happens on that holiday, so we got lots of calls for that. Um, it's so Rick- fun. I like making up new stuff. It's oh. just it it brings me so much joy, and it also brings me joy to hear other people's creativity about what they brought to the table. It's great. That's what it's all about. That's uh, one of the best things about um, you know our band and being able to make make stuff is just like coming out of stuff out of nowhere, just just out of thin air, just creating ideas and themes and stuff. So we're kind of doing a little bit of that here on today's show. And then we you know we have Wait, recommendations Neil. and we have a game and new with Kuso. So you get the whole you get the whole thing here on this. Oh, episode. sorry, you're talking about the rest of the episode. I oh yeah, go you, ahead. Go ahead. you got you got it all. No, it's all good. It's a it's a full episode. Is all I'm trying to say, Brian. Yeah, it's flushed out. Okay, it's not uh-huh. just one thing. Okay, we work hard on it. That's right. Easy. Neil, wait. You probably have some ideas. What new holidays do you have? Okay, yeah. Let's get into the holidays. Let's talk about it. Um, yeah. We, we, before we get into your calls, we want to talk about some of the holidays that we would like to see in the world. And for me, the first one, you know, it always comes back to breakfast. Um, Brian, there's no holidays about cereal, you know? <laughs> oh, my. Super specific. I knew you were going to go there. I knew yeah, you were going to go there right I away. Was, I was Gosh, thinking about, Gosh, you love like, breakfast so much. Yeah, you just yeah. do. I was gonna like do something that was maybe just all breakfast, but I was like, no, no, let's get more specific with it, and let's get cereal 
involved okay and I okay think, so like, give it to me what's what's the layout what's it going to look like yeah and really it's it's really just about a, a day where there can be no um there can be no shame in um in eating cereal um you know not at a typical breakfast time you know you can have cereal at all times a day and and, and thankfully you know i have enough flexibility into my life is that's how i live my life in, in general um, I actually only eat cereal um, in the evening hours. So um, in, in a way, I kind of am, am um, celebrating this holiday all the time in my personal life. But I'd like it to be more of a widespread thing where, you know, there's just a lot of build up to it. So everybody in the in the days and weeks leading up to Cereal Day are, are sort of plotting on, you know, what kind of cereal they're going to go for this year. Maybe it's a special treat. Maybe you don't eat cereal uh, for the rest of the year. But then on this day is when you're going to go ahead and dive into a big box of whatever you love most. Um, and then it's also, you know, these days in the social media era, it's about sharing. It's about uh, sharing your takes and uh, your thoughts and uh, your taste tests on uh, on the latest cereals. And, uh, you know, it's really just a celebration of, of what is, you know, such a very accessible and uh, variable um, kind of breakfast food there. Neil, so, yeah, that's, Neil that's I'm worried about something. Yeah, well, what's that? Who shamed you about cereal? Is this uh, coming because somebody gave you... I'll, Tell me their name. I'll take care of it. Who I shamed can't. you? I, I can't. They, they might. They, they listen to this show. And, there's there's uh, going to be repercussions, Neil. I hear some pain behind this. It was this a long holiday. time ago. Like, long... I want it to be accepted. <sighs> yeah, it was, it was a long time ago, but um, it still haunts me to this day. And I just need to make sure that someday, um, you know, before before um, you know before too long, I just wanted there to be an official serial day ratified worldwide. And, um, you know, I'm starting to, you know, start that cause right here, you know, start the start the movement. I like on this it. show. So Serial like Day it. is my first one. What do you got? What are you thinking for a holiday, Brian? What would you like to see out there in the world for a new holiday? OK, I have I have a I have a few on a list I made. Um, I have actual paper to write on, but I wrote it on a napkin for some reason, even oh, though um, I cool. had all other things available. Uh some are silly and some are more uh, focused in. One is the thick stuff day because I just can rem- never remember to like, hey, change the batteries in the smoke detector until it's too late. Never remember in certain things. And I think there should be national holidays. People get like an hour off work. I think especially for Minnesota, you need a, hey, turn the water off before winter. You know what I mean? Like oh, I think yeah. I think we need that holiday. I think we need it. It's so it- to, to help us uh, – us absent-minded folks, you know. So it's, it's a whole day where you, um, where everybody is really just sort of, you know, getting in those uh, those little small tasks that uh, need to be taken care of before too long. Now, you could take this a little further and say, hey, every single, like, week there's a thing that you have to do, and then it could be, hey, Brian, you just need, like, a planner. You just need, like, a trapper keeper that says, hey, you should turn off the water, and I probably should do that. But I'd rather have, I'd rather go to the extreme of lobbying Congress and uh, getting a national holiday on the books, really. So yeah, yeah, and I, I think it, I think it works because you know so many of these, um, you know, fixing stuff or taking care of some smaller chores. You know, we're not talking. It doesn't seem like we're talking about huge projects here. We're just sort of talking about those small yeah, things. Simple, simple. Those are the ones that kind of get pushed away and and pushed off someday. And I, and I feel like. You know, if you had a national holiday around this, this could be the perfect time to just gather up all those little things you need to take care of. And it's like, all right, this is the day. I have no excuses. Work is there's no work, and we're, this is the day I'm going to rake up or I'm going to clean the clean the garage or whatever it might be that you need to do. So I, I really do like that fix stuff day, right? Fixing it, fixing Neil, it. 
I'm going to float a second one to you before I please. return and ask the question. Please, please. Okay, I don't have a good, and you can help me with this one. I don't have a good name for it, okay? But what I want to do is have all these major holidays that all the relatives get together in uh, normal times. I want each, uh, you know, like one of the cousins or something gets to pick the list of people who get to come. So you get to, like, choose the relatives who get to come, and everybody else is relegated to go to, like, a different house, and you have to stay there. So, like, wow. hey, it might be like, hey, I get to pick. I get to choose everybody I want to be at this holiday, and everybody that I'm just like, nah, not feeling it this year. You got to go over to this other thing. So it's kind of like forcing kids to a little kid table, but you just don't have to see them. I know some years I'm not going to get picked. I get it. I'm not a favorite sometimes. But uh, what do you think about it? What do you think? So it's it's basically like uh, like where you like sort of are picking groupings to hang out with uh, on yeah. a given day. Yeah, what yeah. Is, it probably probably people are just gonna say like uh, just uh, have friends giving or something. But I don't know. I don't know. I just no, uh, I, it, it's nice. It's a nice little thing to set on top of an already existing holiday. That's what I'm looking for. Well, and I like it in a way of um, you know people then have that in their minds for the rest of the year of like oh I better be nice to Brian. I want to make sure I get invited. You know, like uh, yeah, that, you know he's picking. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's upcoming, and it's in your brain for uh, you know how to maybe act or something because uh, you know you you know so and so is the chooser of who gets to hang. So I could see that. That's, that's I want to float that one. I want to float that one. All that's right, what do you got? What do you got? Really out there. Got I got one? one more here. I got one more. It's um, it's sort of an anti-holiday. It's just called Relax Day. You know, it's just uh, it's just a day where you know I feel like that is sort of. Um, you know, that's sort of built into almost any holiday is the idea of, okay, you might not have to work, you might not have to go to school, it's this day off, but because holidays also have so much going into it, they can be more stressful or there can actually be like more stuff going on than like a normal work day or something like that. So this is a holiday where there are no expectations about, um, you know, what you're going to do or gifts or hanging with certain people or whatever. It's just a day where you get the entire country gets it off or whatever, and you just get to chill. And that is what is expected of you. Okay. If you do, uh, if you do chores or if you like run errands on relaxed day you're not doing relax day right okay you it's, that's very frowned upon that's that's the wrong way to do relax is there day. only one relax day a year yeah just one you know what? The, I yeah want one every week i mean yeah it's up to you to kind of do that then and you know maybe you know, for some people it's their weekends and stuff like that but i think some people really just need there to be a whole day on the calendar where it's just like no this is the only thing you can do there's only one choice for everybody this day and it's only to relax neil am i working you too hard are you bringing these things up are you trying to say something to me? Uh, I'm, I'm sending subliminal messages through the contents Brian. of our podcast, Banter Buddies. Yes, you caught me. Brian, chill it out. Chill it out. I <laughs> so like yeah. it. I like it. A little bit of relaxed. Do you get any more before we get to these calls or should we jump in? Yes, my list is too long, but I'm not okay. going to go there. I do want to say one. we're not going to do any more. Maybe at the end. Maybe at the end. But yeah, I do or- want to say that I wish people... I wish people made a bigger deal over half birthdays. That's the only thing I wish for the future of, of this world. Wow, the half birthday. Yeah, totally. Okay, that's good. Well, well I mean, uh, I have a birthday during the school year. My kid's a summer birthday, so, you know, he's probably going to half birthday it, you know, but you know I've been trying to write a song about half birthdays for a long time, but so, it just I haven't cracked the code yet about someday. what's funny about them. But someday, I don't know, I just think they're uh I think people should be more uh over the top about them. You know, what I mean, make a big deal, like throw big parties. 
Yeah, or at least half of, half half as much of a big deal. Hey, you know? hey, oh, but yeah, all right, all yeah. Right. That was, someday that there good. will be a cuckoo half birthday song. You know, mark our words here. We, we've really, we really, I can I can confirm that Brian has been working on this for a long time, and it is a it is a good idea. But sometimes in songwriting, a good idea is not enough. There's other things that need to come forward. You know, yeah, you gotta and have so, a good hook. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm always pitching it to you. It's always sometimes like right before we're going to load into a venue. I'm like, Neil, I got this idea for a half birthday song. And he's like, oh, OK. And I sing it. And he's like, and let's load in. Let's load in, Brian. Let's go. Someday we'll get there. But uh, right now we're going to get into these calls. We got uh, we got, we got voicemails uh, to listen to about, uh, you know, again, we uh, we got put out the word and we wanted uh we wanted people to call in with their new holiday and tell us about it. So uh, we're going to get through these calls here and and, and, and learn about uh, what you listeners out there really want to Ooh, see in the world. I am so holidays. I'm excited. I can't right. wait. Here, here comes our first call. Hey, this is Beth from Bloomington, Normal, Illinois. My uh, made-up holiday that's actually really near and dear to my heart is called Christmas. We celebrate it every July 10th. And what we do is we gather all our loved ones who are named Chris. Um, like for instance, my friend Chris, Chris, uh, Christopher, but he usually goes by Chris. And then we just celebrate how great they all are. So yeah, thanks a lot from Bloomington, Normal, Illinois. Bye. All right. Christmas. Not, not the Christmas you think it is, Brian. Oh, it sounds like that, Christmas, but it's actually is, Christmas. This is adorable. This is a great one. Is that the only way to describe this is adorable? <sighs> I think it's um, I think it's clever. I think that's another word to say it right because it it's sounds clever. just like Christmas. Bloomington Normal. What's we we knew some people that from there. Is that where the university is? It might I be. Sound like an old person describing geography. There's probably sometimes. a university there, but yeah, shout out to Illinois, our uh, sort of neighbors here in the Midwest, and uh, yeah, we got Christmas, and that this is a great idea. I mean, even if the name um, didn't uh, match up exactly with uh, you know one of the bigger holidays. On the calendar, I think it's a great idea, but you could also like sub this in, you know, for for other ones too. You know, like I don't know, I'm trying to think of, you know, Brian. I, I guess you have to maybe switch it. it can't just be like Brian Miss, like that's kind Doug of, Miss, it's, Doug you Miss. Know. But yeah, there's so many people named Chris. You know what I mean? Yes, I yes. just uh, Beth, Beth, you have good comedic timing. This is this is funny, but uh, she's saying it's a beta holiday, and if they celebrate it every July 10th, it's not beta. Wouldn't that be like, uh, what is it, alpha? No, what do they say in the tech world? Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it would be a little bit ranked one higher, which is uh, which is the alpha Launched. holiday. But Launched. I like this, and it sounds like this is not just a, um, a, a potential holiday. This sounds like something that Beth actually celebrates, which is great. That's That's totally within the rules, too, you know? I hope they like. I hope they market this, and so other Chris's come. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you have mm-hmm. to like show legal documentation. Yes. Of hey, course. my name is Chris. I can come. Yes. Yes. And now, maybe you can get Christina's Neil, in there too. Any version of a Chris is in your name. Then this is this holiday is about you. Yeah, Christina. You know, other things Christoph. like that. Other Chris. You know. I'm going to say this on most of them, but Neil, do you think, uh, is Cuckoo going to play this? Are we going to play Christmas this summer? Uh, I, I think it's great. Uh, if anybody came to us with the fact that they had a you know gathering of, of the Chris's, then I think we would uh, we would be on our way to play a show at this uh, holiday, especially because, again, it seems like it is actual thing that these friends celebrate together, so I like that even more. I mean, Beth's probably going to require us to legally change our name to Chris. I don't know if we can change it back after you do that, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I think it's worth it. I think it's definitely worth it to check that one out. Beth, thanks for calling. My name's Kaiser, 
and I am from California, and I'm five years old. And 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 I and if I can make up any holiday, it will be Happy Day. And Happy Day is when is is when you can watch shows and with your family and friends. And you roast some chicken, and you and you be happy. That's my thing to say. Bye. Bye. All right, Isaac. Isaac, right there. Shout out Isaac. California. What's up, Cali? Wow, this one is. Uh, I like this one a lot. You know, Isaac is just keeping it simple. Happy day, Brian. Just straight up happy day. It's. I mean. It sounds like Isaac is, you know, he just wants to watch some shows, you guys. Let Isaac watch some shows, man. We got shows, we got chicken, and that's all we need in life, okay? Roast some chicken, Yeah. watch some shows. What do you think Isaac is watching these days? He wants to, like, pop on, like, what's he watching, Moana? What's he doing? Yeah, I hope he's watching Moana. I hope he's watching, um, you know, Sesame Street or, um, you know, something. He's too old for Sesame Street, I bet. Okay. No, five. No, he's not. Okay. Maybe cat bus. What's he watching? What's that cat bus thing? Oh yeah, yeah. The the um, Spirited Away, or I'm trying to think what the movie is with the cat bus in it. But yeah, uh, Isaac. Miyazaki. I hope you're watching the Mighty Ducks trilogy. That's what I hope you're watching. Yeah, Isaac loves shows, and he just wants a happy day where there's no other expectations. But all you got to do is watch shows and eat chicken and and hang with your family and friends. It sounds like so. Um, you know, some uh, of these this, are going to be. This one made me smile now. This is great. This one's great because it's just simple and it's just very pure. You know, there's not uh, there's not any sort of uh, you know digging into like uh, you know one specific thing you like. No, Isaac's just about being happy and hanging with friends and family. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. That's great. Isaac, we're ready for happy day. Happy day. We're happy in. happy day to you, Isaac, from us. Happy day to you. <laughs> Thanks, Isaac. Hi there. This is Peter from Sorgs, Minnesota. And I think there needs to be a Little Debbie Day where everyone dresses up like that character, Little Debbie, and we just feast on cosmic brownies, uh, nutty buddies, um, and my favorite, oatmeal cream pies. Those are fantastic. So, Little Debbie Day. All right, Peter. Thank you for the call, Peter, right here in Minnesota. We love that. We love hearing uh, Minnesotans call into our show. And, uh, you know, Peter, is, Peter wants some treats, Brian. Peter's all about the treats. My Aunt Gail lives in Shoreview. What a, what a Is it a town? I think it's like a town. Yeah, I think, I think they got their own, uh, you Are know. Are they a city? Water tower and stuff like that. So it might be a township. I, I have no idea. But Little yeah. Debbie just loves the sweets. Oh, little Debbie! That that they do make a number of wonderful uh, desserts and uh, delicious treats. I'm partial to the Star Crunch myself. Um, that is sort of like a Rice Krispie kind of like bar, I guess, covered in chocolate. That's probably my favorite um, uh, little Debbie treat. What about you, Brian? Do you have a do you have a favorite little Debbie? I'm gonna go. Debbie? I'm just gonna go original. I'm oatmeal cream pie boy. Uh, hard to beat. That is all the way. That's a top one. Although for I sure. do love the Christmas tree cakes. Hardcore. <laughs> oh, speaking of holidays, speaking of Christmas, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. They're like the zebra cakes, oh, yeah. but they're a little tree. Yeah, they got those crunchy, uh, like uh, like little flecks of you know. They're almost like confetti on there. Ooh, sprinkles. I like that we have to dress up like little Debbie. Do you have you yeah. ever seen? Have you ever seen that little uh, that late night bit where Will Ferrell dresses up like little Debbie? And no, I gotta Debbie check that out. Audience? It's almost like a little sailor suit, right? Like sort uh, of. 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's a little bonnet kind of thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Peter, this is Peter. This is an amazing idea. Yeah, Although, I really like it. I do disagree with one thing. Uh oh. The cosmic nut brownie, you can just throw that in the trash. The nuts, ugh, why would you ruin a brownie like that? Ugh. Yeah, that's that's tough. Uh, uh, of all the little Debbie treats to name, it's unfortunate that he went for cosmic brownie as uh, as one of them. Uh, you know, yeah. you can't win them all. You can't yeah. win them all. But, yeah, you uh, can't. You know, well, you can, but not this time. You wait, can try. What's the, wait, nutty? That's the nutty, right? The, yeah, the cosmic. Uh, yeah, maybe they have one. They make some with nuts on them. You know, I guess. I guess people like that. So little Debbie's got a great website. She's really upped her game. Little Debbie is tech savvy. You know. Wow. That's, what's uh, the, what are the little circle cupcake? I'm a man. People are gonna scream at me. What's the little circle cupcake thing with the little uh, stripe on the top? Mm, I'm not sure. Zebra cake, maybe? No, zebra cake? there's a zebra cake, and then I think they're just called chocolate cupcakes. They had nice. the little oh, I know what you tail. mean, a little swirly, yeah. But they make the Swiss cake roll, and I think that's oh, probably that's their most so iconic, good. right? That's so good. Yep, those are that's a classic. They just they got classic treats over there, uh, Little Debbie, and Debbie seems to be doing okay these days because we still get fans like Peter out here trying to make an entire holiday. Oh, Peter, their what offering, a great idea. So. Fantastic. All right, we got our first uh, you know, treat-based holiday out there. I'm down with it. And um, guess what, Neil? What, what, the what? best thing about this is that because of Peter bringing up this holiday, then I went and searched Little Debbie, and I found out that they make zebra cakes in rolls like Swiss cake rolls. Oh, so you get wow. zebra cake rolls. Oh, my gosh. Peter, he brought me to that, and it brings me joy. Innovative right there. All right, thank you for the call. Uh, Peter. All right. Next caller, please. Hi, my name is Caroline and I'm from Tacoma, Washington. My holiday idea is inspired by a day we used to have in elementary school called Dear Day, D-E-A-R, which stood for drop everything and read, where we could bring books to school, comfortable clothes, beanbag chairs, snacks, and then just read the whole day in hallways. I think this would be a great holiday for people where you could not have to go to school or work and you just get to hang out in your pajamas and eat and read fun books all day. Not books that you have to read for homework or for your job, only fun stuff. It'd be called Dear Day. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right, Dear Day. Dear Day, Brian. Oh, Caroline. This is I remember Dear Day, but I did not. Remember it until this exact moment. Do you remember yeah. Deer Day? Yeah, totally same. And and I think this counts. You know, it doesn't. Uh, you know, Deer Day is uh, something that is pulled out of you know sort of a uh, school experience and uh, kind of brought into the real world as an official holiday. You know, so I like that as uh, you know potential you know holidays that might happen unofficially in a school situation or a work situation. We're saying this is a great idea. Well, let's bring this to the greater Drop world. Drop everything and read. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's that's great. It's got the acronym and everything. It's fantastic. The most important thing is the beanbag chair. Do you remember, like, there used to only be, like, one, maybe two beanbag chairs. It's like, come on, there's 25 of us. Let's go. We need more beanbag chairs. Only the most, you know, special person or the luckiest person. Maybe it was, like, a drawing or a lottery for who gets to sit in the beanbag chair or a rotation or something like that. But, yeah, the beanbag chair, that's where you wanted to be, comfiest spot in the classroom. I'm guessing that there was one teacher that, like, invented this just for, like, their school. You know, or their class, and it just like, yes. took off like wildfire. Whatever that teacher, whoever that teacher is, we need to like make that teacher be the, you know, in, in the emblem of the holiday. Yes, the holiday seal. Yes, they created this trend that is, 
called on like wildfire. Yeah, I, I like this a lot. I remember reading. I think I remember like bringing like Sports Illustrated for kids in the school or something like that. Like I love, Kobe. Yeah. I love that it's like it's not just about reading, but it's just like uh, the, the the specifically good part here. I think is reading non typical school materials. Right, you get to bring a magazine. Uh, you get to you know bring a different kind of book. You know, whatever you want to do, it's just as long as you're reading, uh, it counts. So I, I think that's cool. I wonder if these days people will just like you know read Twitter or like what would they just read social media or something? Like I don't know. There's some loop. There's some <laughs> you loopholes. Think a bunch of eight year olds are on Twitter. There's some loopholes in here where people are like, oh, I'm reading. I'm reading this. Uh, you know, I'm reading my friend's Facebook updates or something like I'm that. I'm getting. But, I'm getting angry on Twitter, but I'm still reading. I'm still reading, so it's fine. I like right? the idea that you have. You're in your pajamas. You got to eat, and you have to read fun books all day. Day. That's great. I remember reading. Uh, I was always into the great illustrated classics. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Is what they're called. So it's like you know, it's like The Invisible Man. We're talking about Moby Dick. We're talking about Count of Monte Cristo. All Cristo. The hits. Cristo, not Crisco. <laughs> Cristo. But they're yeah. all. But there's more pictures. That's that's the only thing. You know what I mean? That's great. You bring that to Deer Day. Deer Day in the house. Thank you for yeah. What book? Uh, what idea. book would you choose right now? Uh, What's the last book you read? Whew, what would I read? I mean, I, I'm I'm just uh, you know I'm reading a lot of theme park books, and uh, I'm reading a lot of basketball books, just like you'd think. So uh, something like that probably is what what I bring. What about you? You read basketball books? Yeah, I read books about the history of the game. I did read uh I did read uh the last like book I read for myself was like a biography no what do you uh, I don't I get messed up on biography autobiography uh confusing Just but a it was about Sesame yeah. Street it was about Jim Henson helping create Sesame Street it was called R Street it was it was rad cool was rad. sounds great fantastic Caroline Caroline thank you hi I'm Ann from California, and my holiday that I would create would be Games Day, so I can create new games and uh, design them and edit, and also that I can create new skins in the game. Bye. We got a gamer on our hands, Brian. We got Game Day. Game Day. What's up, Ian? Thanks for calling. A lot of California callers today. I love it. West Coast. Yep. Absolutely. What's going on? And this is uh, uh, this is. I great. was thinking it was going to be a like board game, but then uh-huh. when they were like skin, that's like that's like uh, that's like video game, right? That's right. That's what they yep. call like what you wear. Yeah, yeah, or like uh, I think that, or it's sort of yeah, it could be like a level design or something like that. But yeah, this is uh, we, Ian is definitely a uh, future programmer, future game designer. What Ian is really describing is a future career, I feel like, right here. You know, he is telegraphing that this is, you know, where one of his big interests lies. And I think it's cool when, uh, you know, you don't just want to play the games, but you're like, wait, I want to make one of these, too. So shout out to Ian for, uh, you know, being pretty ambitious with the, with the love for video games here. I remember, this probably still happens all the time, but, like, when we were in high school and there was a kid who was, like, really into, like, video games and everybody would be like oh are you gonna go make video games for your career and the kid was always like no i just like to i just like to play video games whereas ian is uh he's a diamond in the rough tier you know what i mean in the rough he's uh he's gonna make them he's gonna make the next hit he's making the next Fortnite. 
He's already thinking about it. He's already considering. He already knows what, you know, design, the word design even, you know, and uh, skins and stuff. Like, I, I feel like Ian's well on his way to, uh, you know, being a game designer someday. But I like this idea, too. It's just game day, right? So whatever kind of games you get into, uh, whatever, you know, whether that be video games or board games, you need a whole day to set it aside just to hang out and play games. It's kind of like my relaxed day. But, um, you know, just with a little bit of playing some games with that. And, you know, we did a whole episode about board games. So, you know, maybe we could uh, put some of those in there. Or maybe it's just, again, with the way video games are these days, you know, you can talk to your friends while you play and all this stuff. So, you know, you don't even have to gather. You can gather virtually and play games. It's a good idea. The last video game I played was probably like Angry Birds like 10 years ago. Classic. I should, uh, and then I should probably play a video game right now brian you could play chess.com all day no i guess day. i do that i do that whenever <laughs> i can but is that a video game i get that is bridging the gap in the most official way of like a board game but actually it's on your screen so it's a video game so hey you know. since the queen's gambit come out i mean there's some there's some uh, there's an influx of players on chess.com it's, it's up a, in the it's it's making my job difficult as a very average chess player it's a renaissance and you have new new challengers out there Ian, thanks for calling. Hey, this is Mike from Bozeman, Montana. And I've just always thought that Christmas is kind of just too wild. So I kind of want to push our uh, our Christmas celebration into January since January doesn't have much going on. So I'd call it Postmas. And then, um, and then uh, I guess... Uh, I don't know what we'd do. We'd probably just eat pizza and watch Elf a lot. Bye. Postmas. Postmas, Brian. What do you think about the name Postmas? I think it's uh it's nice. It's not it's it's Mike's saying like after, right? Post after, right? Yep. Post Christmas. Just putting it off. Well I yeah, I man, man, I identify with it because it's like, hey, let's take the let's take a huge holiday. Let's take a little like the big one. Let's take a breather on it. And let's move it into a new place that needs some like filler a little bit. You know, the holiday season, it's like I mean, we're playing Christmas songs on the radio basically like the day after Halloween. It gets to be a little too much. That's Mike, right. Mike's a Mike's an innovator here. Yeah, and you know, you're right. I mean, you get New Year's Day, but then, you know, you know, January is uh January can be you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit light at times. We get to MLK Day. That's an important one. That's uh, coming up here on the 18th of January. So we get that one. But other than that, it's a, it's a little, uh, little light for sure here in January. So you know, when you get into postmas, you really just start extending the, you know, the holiday season into January further. And uh, that is a novel idea. We're not just creating a new holiday out of thin air. We're extending the celebration experience here a little bit further. And so, you know, I appreciate uh, that different kind of take on our prompt here today. I think families are going to they're going to like it because they're like, hey, I've already met with I've been to 30 different parties on normal times. Okay, you know, what I mean, Mm -hmm. post covid, you know, it's like pre covid. Uh It's like, hey, I've been at a Christmas party for the whole month of December and I need a break. You know what I mean? And Mike's like, Hey, for the real special ones, let's just like push it into a time when it's deflated. I like it. And Mike's from Bozeman, Montana. That's a, that's an innovative place. That's, that's a great place. Great city. I like it there. I think we've had a couple calls from Bozeman. So I'd like to see that. And shout out to Alf too. 1980s television show, Alf. 
yeah. featuring Elf alien or Elf? Sitcom. What is it saying? Elf? Elf. Both are A-L-F. great. I'd watch. I've yeah. never watched Elf before. I've watched yeah. Elf with Will Ferrell, but a, I haven't watched Elf. A, is Elf good? Elf is great. He's just a wisecracking alien who you know lives with a family in a sitcom situation, and Elf is always trying to eat the eat the cat. That's uh, that's one of the bits. Is he trying to <laughs> devour? He's trying to. Wait, he always unsuccessfully. Alf would always to, wear like Tommy Bahama like Hawaiian shirts, right? I mean, I don't know about always, but he would be known, yes, to put on some sunglasses and uh, have a different costume from time to time. But he's just a fuzzy brown alien who is very hilarious. So yeah, check out Alf. Maybe it's one I love of the it. Recommendations. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Next call. Hi, this is Kyle from Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a landscaper by trade. And I gotta say that I would love. A holiday about dirt. I'd call it Dirt Day. Everybody gets all dirty and rolls around in it like a pig. Then at the end of the day, you take a long bath. Sounds nice, right? Love the show. Bye. Kyle in the house calling from Phoenix. Thank you very much, Kyle, for your Phoenix. call. Man, it must be hot being a landscaper in Phoenix all the time. Oh, I can't imagine. But, yeah, Kyle wants to celebrate uh, dirt. Just just, uh, just dirt, Brian. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's very different from anything else we've heard today. Dirt here. Neil, this is a, this is a tangent I'm going to go on. But yes. pre-us accepting that we were a kids band about like six years into being in Cuckoo Kangaroo and our friends are like, no, you're a kids band. And we're like, no, we're not. No, we're not. But there was this one like metal band that was like kind of for kids. I can't remember what they were called, but they had the song called I Like Dirt. It was like a metal grungy like rock song. It was like, I like dirt. Dirt is fun. I don't know. And they were just rolling around the dirt the whole time. It does sound awesome. Sounds great. It sounds like somebody would like market it as like therapeutic. Maybe Kyle was in that band. You think wait, (laughs) yeah. Oh, it could be. They were like it's all coming together like here. in a mud pit. It was awesome. I got to watch it. Yeah, you know, if you uh, you know, if you just just, you know, I think lots of kids like to get dirty and pets dogs like to get dirty and stuff, but Kyle is really suggesting that we all get in on the act here on Dirt Day and uh, you know, have a day where you can just get all dirty and then uh, get cleaned up at the end of the day with a bath. So, I think those two things go hand in hand and When's the uh, last time you took a bath, Neil? You know, it's it's been it's been a while. Uh, it's been at least a year, but uh, you know, I have a tub in my house, so I should probably just crawl right in there. I don't know. What about you? I mean, you uh, you have I mean, children who bathe, so I've you, had that to count? take baths with my kids so that uh-huh. they take a bath sometimes. Yeah, but that's not really for you. That's really more for no, them. No, it's so, very uncomfortable yeah. and cold because yeah. there's not a lot of water in the bottom, Oof. and most of your like naked body is like outside freezing. Yeah, Ooh. but uh, you do it for the kids, you know. Oh I don't gosh. remember last time I took a bath myself. Now this doesn't mean I don't like bathe myself. I right. shower it up. Right, you know? right, right. We clean ourselves in different ways. But yeah, we'll put uh, we'll put bath on our uh, on our uh, you know to do list here in 2021. Uh, just to get on Kyle's level here. Now Kyle's you know he's talking about pigs, but pigs roll around in the mud to cool their body off. Is he trying Ooh. to say mud? You know what I mean? Maybe, probably, probably, yeah, probably. yeah, probably. He just doesn't he doesn't know much about the about the swine out the there. Swine. So. Right, so the swine. All right, so we got one more call to get to. I hope it's a good one. Here we Yo, go. Thanks, Kyle. Arizona's cool. Thanks, Kyle. Hi, my name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pennsylvania. And my made-up holiday is um, kids in charge day, where kids are in charge for 24 hours. 
no parents can say no to them. They have to say, parents have to say yes to them for 24 hours. Bye. Oh, fantastic, Annabelle. This Annabelle, is, this can, is you a winner. Hear, can you hear the rage in her voice when she's like, they're in charge for 24 hours. Annabelle is sick of being a kid. She is she is at her wit's end of being told what to do, being told no all the time. Annabelle, what do you want to do? Yeah, I like what? the idea. You know what? Us adults, we're not doing great, so why not? Kids, they have a lot of compassion. They know what's up. They'll shoot it to you straight. You know they won't be yeah. passive aggressive. I love it. I'm totally down for this, Neil. Yeah, you yeah, you're right. As adults, we tend to, you know, you know, think that we have it all figured out and that we know the best way. But uh, that's not always true. And I think, you know, this day, you know, kids in charge day, I think would be illuminating for a lot of us adults in the world um, to kind of get a different perspective from time to time on how things uh, should be for some things. Neil, in fifth grade, in fifth grade, I ran for uh, president of the class or whatever, and my wow. big spiel would be like, oh, "We're gonna put Kool Aid in the water fountain." I think I, I think I saw it on like Blank Check or something like that. Nice, classic. You, I, I think, I think kids, there might be a couple ideas like that, but they do more things about like, "Hey guys, <laughs> I'm seven, and uh, we need to like take care of climate change because <laughs> you guys are messing it up." I feel like kids would. Uh, It'd be way more with it than I feel like I was when I was yeah. that age. Yeah, I think that's always the case so over generations is, you know, adults got it for a little while, but then uh, there is a certain point where you need to start listening to the younger generation. And I, mean, I don't know if those are like small children, but certainly uh, the folks who are younger might have uh, some more things figured out and might have a, a valuable perspective uh, that can be, uh, can, can be looked at as far as some of those issues go. So I think you're on to something there. I think I have a, a marketing tagline for um, Annabelle's oh. Holiday. I think it should be called, like, Kids Rule, Adults Ooh. Drool. Oh, nice. Yes, definitely. I, I like the rhyme. I like, uh, I like you know, not just putting day at the end of it. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, day. Sorry, day, day. I, I yeah, jumped away from the microphone. Day. Good, good idea. <laughs> you got to do yeah. day. Annabelle, we love it. Thank you so much for calling in. Pennsylvania's so big and you have beautiful uh you have a beautiful what do you call the big road we take when we drive through oh the the turnpike turnpike yeah yeah nice turnpike out there pennsylvania turnpike it's gorgeous nice yeah that does it for um you know our uh, holiday theme uh here thank you to everybody sending in those wonderful voicemails and uh next episode we're going to do something a little bit different instead of uh calling in with a answer to a question or a prompt that we have we want you to call in with questions for us so uh ask cuckoo kangaroo any question you want to you know we'll be here on the on the show answering um, just any sort of any sort of question you might have. Could it be it could be about the band, or it could just be about life in general. Uh, yeah, you Ryan. could just want to know, like Neil, break down your top ten favorite cereals. You know, yes, yes, on cereal day. Yeah, or you could you know just ask anything. So um, you know, there's really no rules for this one. Just uh, if you have something you want us to answer, you know, on our podcast, then all you got to do is call in six one two four two four zero zero three six. And, uh, yeah, leave a voicemail for us asking us a question, and uh, there's a good chance it'll Neil, make the show. I have two more prompts here that they could ask, maybe, possibly. Okay, okay. One would be, you know, you could ask a question like, hey, why aren't there more pet parades in the world? 
Mm-hmm. And uh, when is Cuckoo Kangaroo going to throw a pet parade? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Or you could say, hey, Cuckoo Kangaroo, give us your analysis about why NSYNC was a more definitive boy band than Backstreet Boys in the early 2000 aughts era. Something like that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. And I like both of those because those are not questions we get asked very often. So, uh, you know, maybe if your question is a little more out there or something that uh, you think we haven't really discussed before, you probably have a better shot at making the show. So, you know, be adventurous with it. Uh, It probably uh, will help you out uh, on getting your question answered. Uh, So, yeah, that's uh, that'll that'll be uh, two weeks from now. So, yeah, get your questions in and uh, we'll answer them on episode five. Neil, sing the theme song. For the call-in number. Six, one, two, four, two, four, zero, zero, three, six. Boop. I love it. That's great. Domino's is calling for you. <sighs> yeah. Where are we going next in the pod, Neil? What are we talking let's, about? Let's get on to some recommendations, Brian. Recommendation time. Yeah, you go first. You go first. All right. We are recommending stuff. You know, we've already recommended, uh, you know, some, you know, some holidays we might want to see in the world and uh, some different things here or there. But let's get to our official recommendations for this episode of Banter Buddies. My recommendation uh, this episode is a YouTube channel that, uh, you know, I think everybody can enjoy. Kids, adults alike. All you got to do is have um uh you know a passion for uh the world of theme parks as i do uh it's a, it's a, a theme park uh youtube channel called defunct land and defunct land is all about the history and uh sort of uh you know learning a deeper level about some of your favorite attractions out there in the world uh it might be a ride might be a show might be a whole park but uh really it's just uh, one of the best youtube channels that uh is out there on the subject and uh, really, really high quality stuff and uh, well done and deep dives. So it's kind of nerdy. It's kind of specific, but Defunct Land is really, really good. And, you know, I uh, a few weeks ago or a few episodes ago, um, you know, recommended uh, one of the, their first ever full length documentary, the live from the space stage, the Halix story. But uh, if you enjoyed that and you want some more bite sized ones or kind of more 10 to 20 minute uh, 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 documentaries on YouTube. Check out the Funk Lane in general, and I'm sure you'll find some cool stuff. They also have, you know, uh, documentaries about old TV, children's TV shows. So they go. Uh, there's a mini series that I know Brian has watched about Jim Henson. So you know, they kind of started off as really just about theme parks, but it's really kind of evolved past that. So there's plenty to check out. Pretty sure that if you go over to that YouTube channel, you will find something you like. So I'll make sure to link that here in the show notes, and you can go navigate over there and uh, watch some YouTube. Uh, here uh, to uh, learn more about theme parks. What a pitch, Neil! That was Yaw, good. thank you. Yeah, I love Defunct Land a lot. And uh, yeah, you, you've had you watched the Jim Henson one. That was good, right? I've watched it. I love it. Halix is on. It's on the. It's on the. The queue. The someday In list. The nice. Yes. Halix. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, Neil. Now, I I like uh, I like theme parks. I, I'm I'm down with them. For, we like some of the same things about them, about mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. how they're built, how they're run, things like that, the behind the scenes stuff. But I can't, my my tummy just cannot handle a roller coaster. Would you call me, uh, you know, not a full theme park enjoyer just because of that? Do you I get that, pushed to the side? No, no, no. You know, you don't have to like uh, thrill rides or you don't have to have a belly of steel to enjoy theme parks. There's so much more than just 
the scariest rides. You know, it's really more about the immersion. You know, you feel like you're in a different place. It's all about the place setting and, uh, you know, really just taking you outside of the normal world and trans transporting uh, you to somewhere you've never been before. So, you know what? It's not it's not really all about the ride. So you're, you're still good, Brian. You can still go to these places and have a great time. And uh, yes, I know you enjoy the Disney's of the world and stuff like that. So it's all good. You don't have Neil, to. Neil, when are they going to name stuff. a roller coaster Belly of Steel? That's Ooh, great. That's Belly of Steel. That's a great name. That would be intimidating. That's like that. It almost sounds like that is what you have to have to have a good time yeah. on this ride. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, you got it. You got to have it. It's for you know. It's only for the twelve-year-olds that don't even know what Dramamine is at all. You know, it's like a challenge. Yeah, totally. So yeah, that's my recommendation, Brian. What you got? What you recommend in uh, this episode? Okay, well, I was gonna recommend uh, Sturgill Simpson, but I listened to it to think about recommending it, and there's some cuss words, so I can't recommend that on okay. this show. So I have okay. a different recommendation. All right, nice. Okay, what you got? all right, I'm going somewhere else. Okay. So, you know, I have a three-year-old in my house along with the baby, and the three-year-old runs the show. Runs the show. (laughs) Okay. And so um, we try to get, you know, we're trying to watch new things beyond Daniel Tiger, and now the new obsession, Neil, is Our Planet on Netflix. Our Planet. Loves it. He loves it so much, Neil. It's crazy. You'd, like, watch it and be like, what? Why is the three-year-old watching this? And every time... I think like, oh no, David Attenberg's gonna talk about clouds for ten minutes. We're gonna lose him and have a breakdown. He's like so into it. He's like, oh my gosh, when's it gonna thunder? It's gonna be great. Anyway, so many great animals. And so you're thinking like, how do they get this stuff? This is bonkers. And so what I'm recommending is the Our Planet behind the scenes documentary of how they get this and how basically like what comes on screen for like 30 seconds. It was like a team. It took them like three weeks to get it. And they like grinded it out hard by taking little tiny planes into the tundra of the top of Greenland or something. It's beautiful. It's wow. Beautiful. It's worth your Our time. planet. sounds like you'd learn a lot from watching that. I know so many facts now. I love it. But wow. just camera design in general and like, you know, we, we make a lot of music videos, we make a lot of stuff, and so we're always talking cameras with our, you know, Jules and a couple yeah. other people that are filming, you know, the yeah. Abdul Bros and stuff like that. And and so um, it gives me a new appreciation for videographers. Nice. You're saying it's like a very visually beautiful show, and that's that's probably why your son likes it, right? He's maybe not, you know, grokking all the facts and stuff, but he's just like stunned by the by the amazing like look of it all. I don't know. He likes the facts too, and he <laughs> he watched the behind the scenes with me. I was like, "All right." He was down. He was totally down. It was great. It was great. I, my jaw was kind of down. I was like, "We're doing this. We're watching this. This is great." So, our planet. Um, that's what I'm saying. Our planet. Our planet behind the scenes because it really. I clicked on it basically after you told me to watch the Mandalorian behind the scenes, and yeah. it's just like, why am I not watching exclusively behind the scenes? Because that's really what I care about. So. Yeah, it's a great way to deepen the you know your love for something you already thought you liked, and it's just like oh yeah, I get to learn how it's made. That's that's great. All right, yeah, some some video for you guys to watch the, this episode. Some some uh, recommendations for you. Go go put on those next time you got some free time and enjoy. All right, let's uh, let's play a game here. We play a game every episode. It's game time, game. Brian. You ready, you ready to oh, game a little fun. bit? Okay, okay. Well, in this game, you know everybody. This is a this is a play at home game, okay? So Brian, really Brian or Neil, who Brian could and it I be? cannot play. That's right. It's Brian or Neil. So 
those are the two answers possible for these questions we're about to present to you. The answer is either Brian or Neil. You got to pick one. And uh, so we have. You could say Carl, but you will lose. You would, yeah. That would not be wise because it's not one of the options. But hey, maybe we just like Carl. And um, if you win, Neil, if you win, you win a bucket of mayo. Oh, oh my gosh! I, I didn't know that that we were giving away the mayo this week. But yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna I think do it. It's old enough. It's been, I've been holding yeah. on to it for a a big a big you know production, and I think today's the day. Brian, yeah, yeah, it's definitely smelling ripe. It's smelling like it's ready to be scooped into a Ziploc bag and sent to somebody's home. So, yes, Mayo is on the line here for everybody playing along at home. We have five questions. I'm going to answer them and then, or I'm going to ask you the question, and then Brian's going to tell you who the correct answer is. First one here: Who had a role in a production of Guys and Dolls in middle school? Talking about uh, talking about drama, talking about um, you know putting on a show, and one of us was in Guys and Dolls. Who was it? Was it Brian or was it Neil? What's your answer? Go ahead and say it wherever you are. Go ahead and say it. Okay, good guess, good guess. That's good correct. Guess. It was me, Brian. Oh, Brian, ding ding ding. I was Benny South Street. Oh, what a name! I w- that is a great name right there, Brian. That's Benny South Street. Just fantastic. Pivotal moment in my life. Pivotal. Changed a lot of games. Were you in any other productions in middle school or high school, Brian? Or was it just Guys and Dolls? Wait, what'd you say? Was there any other shows you were in like that, like in, in the same in, in middle school or high school? Were you in any other, you know, theatrical that was productions? The only, that was the only show I was in because okay. all the musicals then were like in my city were in the summertime. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know why I didn't do it. I was just like, no, I'm not going to do it in the summer. Nice. I had to go oh. be free. You know, I had to go be free to do my paper route. Then you just pivoted to show choir, which is is like doing a you know a production. It's just singing and dancing rather than uh, delivering lines and acting quite as Yeah, much. no lines. No lines. Let's just sing the songs. <laughs> let's do the dance. Move on. That's right. Okay, cool. Next question here. Brian or Neil, who has a vintage Disney t-shirt collection? Who could it be? Who could it be? Think back to uh, earlier in this episode of maybe somebody who recommended a theme park uh, YouTube channel and uh, go ahead and deliver your guess. Who was it? It's Neil. Ding, ding, ding. That's me. Yep. Neil, how many shirts do you have? I have uh, I have too many T-shirts. I have uh, I have uh, more than 100 uh, Disney T-shirt vintage Disney shirts. It's a big uh, passion of mine right now. You know, I love love the theme parks in general, and uh, you know, I've always loved uh, merch, like band merch specifically, and I design a lot of the Cuckoo Kangaroo uh, merch. So I don't know; it's kind of like a combo of all that stuff. You know, it's fun to collect, and it's fun to uh, you know just know. You know, there's like a small community around the around the world of this stuff, and it's fun to like meet other people that way of their love for collecting Disney tees. So it's it's you're fun. getting in it. You're doing good. That's right, and I have a whole uh, Instagram account around this called Happy Place Emporium, um, so you can follow me there. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. You can uh, follow my T-shirt collection. I like to make posts and drop. Yeah, you knowledge. get a lot of mail. That's you right. get like uh, you get a silly amount of mail. That's what I'm going to say. Right. Silly yeah. amount. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit too much, but it's fun. It's fun. It's a whole fun hobby out there. Hobbies are fun, y'all. Uh, all right, next question here for Brian or Neil: Who is a vegetarian? Vegetarian, no meats. 
Uh, just those veggies. Uh, we say omnivore. Is that uh, is that uh, what uh, I think that's right? Yeah, omnivore. Some, uh, plants, omnivore. baby. Yep, yeah, plants. All right. Who is it? It's me, Brian. Brian. Brian has uh, has uh, been on the on the vegetarian train for multiple years now. How long has it been, Brian? Been quite a bit. Uh, it's I don't know. I'm trying to think. Three, three maybe. Yeah, it's you know, three it's, years. it started. Uh, our uh, video editor Ben Johnson, who's done like all the green screen early vids, you know, he's OG in my mind. Vegetarian, helped me try some new stuff. It was nice. That's Thanks, right, Ben. Man. It's a good good time for being veggie these days. All the you know all the meatless options out there, and all the you know different kinds of meat beyond beyond burger and stuff like that. It's a uh, it's a good time to be a vegetarian. I think it. It's a good time just for vegetables. Just eat the vegetables. Grow them in your yard. That's right. Our next question. Uh, who? Question four. A, question four. Question four. Who has a background in broom ball? Who's a broom ball player? A Do you even, what, what even is broom ball? Broom ball? It sounds very uh, Minnesotan. It's, very, it's, it's played on ice, everybody. Hey, did we so. say who's a vegetarian? Did we play the game right? We did, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was you, me. All you, right, you okay, revealed cool. it. Oh, who has a background in broomball? Hmm. Broomball. Yep. Was sounds kind of. It is basically what it sounds like, y'all. Okay, who has a background in broomball? Who is it, Brian? It's me, Brian, Brian. again. Oh my gosh, Bro- Brian, again. tell me what broomball is. Nobody listening knows what broomball is. What is it? Okay, so it's a hockey rink, but you don't wear skates. You wear just boots, basically, or you can get some fancy suctiony boots. And you which have you like own, a stick with have. a little nub on the end, and you hit like a mini soccer ball around, and uh, you're trying to score. It's great. If you like to be kind of out of shape, but you still kind of want to like interact in winter and um, and be aggressive, then uh, broomball is a sport for you. Or maybe you like ice, but you cannot skate. You know, you just want to run around on the ice. This is uh, this is a game for you. How many how many players are on each side? Like, uh, you know, each team. How many? How many you know, usually it's five, five, five okay. on five with two goal with a goalie. You know. Yep. Nice. Yeah, and we uh, we did a little bit of this. You showed me the the ways of the broom ball in our college. Um, St. Mary's University in Winona, Minnesota. There was an intramural or like a club um, intramural uh, broomball, uh, you know, competition that was going on, and uh, you 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 put a team together, and I was a part of that team, so you helped kind of show me the way of what broomball was all about. So I appreciate that. And, Neil, and you uh, did you're, the you're same for good. me for water polo. Hey, there we go. Yeah, that's, that's you true. let me on the water polo team. That was great. <laughs> Two weird sports that we both got to play. I started in high school in ninth grade. I got brought onto a team because the calculus teacher at my high school was like really big into broomball and like just had a league going. And there were like 25 high school teams that would play all winter. It was really cool, actually. It was very cool that the calculus teacher did that. He was a really awesome guy. It's a very Minnesota thing. Broomball, y'all. Now you know. Now you know what it is. You just all right, last question. Last one. Whose first job was teaching swimming lessons? Swimming lessons instructor. Who had that as one of their first jobs ever? Just look at our posture. Who is the swimmer? You guys, it's Neil. Oh, it's me. Yo, Neil, yes. you taught a lot of swimming lessons. Your mom oh, has told yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably started when I was like in eighth grade or something like that. Like became a lifeguard in a in a... Uh, swim instructor, and uh, it was a good time, you know, just walking around in the shallow end, 
teaching everybody how to use their arms and legs uh, to stay above the water, you know, and uh, it was a lot of fun, really good job, you know, just uh, teaching all different ages of kids, and, you know, I was a swimmer in high school and enjoyed being in the pool and being around the pool, so I basically lived in the pool for like four years straight. I was on the swim team, and then I worked at that pool for the rest of the year as well. It was an indoor pool, so it was year-round. You know, tough, tough to get in the water in the winter, but uh, in Minnesota, <laughs> but I uh, love teaching swim lessons. And I think everybody needs to learn how to swim and do all that. So it was a really, really cool time. Really cool job. Love it. But Swimming. Yeah, what Neil, you for, you're going to teach my kids to swim. You already, you already oh, said yeah. you would. Oh yeah. They know the basics, but uh, when they're ready to learn how to race, then uh, yeah, I'll, I'll teach them how to do some flip turns. Oh, you know, I'll teach them how to dive into difficult. the pool off the blocks and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, that, that was my first um, job. What, what was your first job, Brian? When, when you were old enough to work work a job, what did you do? Uh, I had, early on, had a paper route starting like at twelve. But then, first real job was working at Westwood Sports in Bloomington, Minnesota, sharpening skates, selling hockey equipment. Fifteen. It's all so Minnesotan, you guys. Sharpening skates, you know, just just selling that gear for the winter sports. That's how we roll up here in the Upper Midwest. All right, that was Brian O'Neill. Hope you did okay in that game. Guessing. If you won, if you won, just reach out, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll send you that big bucket of mayo. It's on its way. It's in the mail, you guys. All right, let's wrap this thing up with a little new with coup. Yes, it's uh, you know we got to tell you about what's going on in the world of cuckoo kangaroo brian what has been happening since we had our last episode what 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 has gone down well we broke the internet with our new year's eve so popular we're just so So popular 10 million streams whoa 700 people tried to watch it at once but uh that was so fun to see the reception of new year's eve that was so cool and then right away we put out a new dance along video for our song hot sauce hot Hot Sauce. sauce Yep. Edited by David Pint. Oh, yeah. We got hot sauce out there, you guys. So, yeah, we have, uh, you know, these dance along videos. And we have these, uh, you know, we put out the hot sauce single last year uh, along with a music video. But now we have the hot sauce dance along video. So you can groove to that in your classroom or in your house, whatever, wherever you do most of your dancing. Neil, um, so is this going to be it. the last Cuckoo Kangaroo video of 2021? Oh, not likely. Not like it's too early. You know what I mean? It's if it was February, maybe, but it's only January, Brian. We we got lots of time to drop some new videos on them. So, um, you know, we can't say what those might be, but for now, you Ooh, can, you there's going to be a lot of them, though. You can treat hot sauce like it might be the only one, and just watch it over and over and over as many times as you want. Yeah, people are nice. Thanks for watching it, Neil. I got some new with Koo. New oh, with yeah. me, Koo. Okay. I went back to that job that fit. It's so funny you said first job. I went back to Westwood Sports and I bought a pair of skates for my kids and myself. And uh, we went skating. It was awesome. I haven't skated in like 13 years or something. It was great. There's just wow. outdoor ponds everywhere. It's great. You just wear a mask and you're rocking it out on the ice and how was your uh how was your skating ability was it kind of rusty or did you just uh, get right back on it, it? was uh it, it's like riding a bike but it was yeah. rough it was rough <laughs> you got to break in those skates you know nice and yeah just like swim lessons you can uh teach your son how to how to skate now you know that's your version of swim lessons you like here here's the way this this is the way this is the way of skating 
This is the way. Neil, what's new with you? You're just uh, selling selling Disney teas? Selling teas, collecting teas, selling some teas, watching the Wolves, Timberwolves, uh, po- you know, Timberwolves podcast happening, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, you and I are working on some things as well. So, you know, taking it easy, trying to uh, just chill. And, uh, you know, it's winter here in Minnesota. So, you know, like you said, you got out and did some skating. I take the dog on a walk all the time in the in the uh, around the neighborhood and stuff like that. So, yeah, just uh, business as usual for now, as far as that stuff goes. And uh, yeah, that's that's what's new with us. You now you know. Now you Neil, know I went sledding. Oh, nice, amazing. And um, I just had like a little plastic sled, so I was just going down with the kids, just going like on the little tiny one. But then, um. I went on uh, like the neighbor kids built a jump. Oh, you know, of course. And like I was like, yeah, I'm going to go on the jump by myself. I got this. On this little plastic slide, not knowing that it was like pure ice. Oh. And um, definitely the kids that went on it went on an inner tube and not a plastic <laughs> sled. And um, I'm okay. But uh, it oh, was fun. And sounds it was painful. <laughs> it was oh, my gosh. I'm glad you're okay, Brian. It could be dangerous out there. You'll be careful with those We should jumps. go sledding together, Neil. Let's do it. Let's, let's, that's what you do in Minnesota for fun. You know, you go on the ice rink or you go sledding. That's what's up. That's what you got to do. Come over to your area and we'll hit the hills. We'll hit the hills. They're only nice. like 10 feet. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just some little ones. Just watch out for ice below. All right, you did it. You made it to the end of Banter Buddies, you guys. Thank you for listening to episode four of Banter Buddies. Please remember to drop us a line on our cuckoo voicemail. And this time around, remember, you can just ask us any kind of question you want, okay? You don't have to answer a question. You turn the tables on us and ask us a question, 612-424-0036. Give us a call, and, uh, yeah, maybe you'll find yourself on the next episode of banter buddies we gotta say thank you to neil z for the theme song you hear throughout uh this podcast shout out to him he's our buddy he's making cool jams all the time um but yeah anything else brian to wrap this wrap this show up last time i talked about my 25 pound bag of uh, rice and a lot of people reached out to me ah, telling yes. me that was an accomplishment yes, and yes. um thanks to everybody just uh applauding me so much i I bought another twenty-five pound bag. Amazing! I love that. That is that is uh, sounds delicious. I'm doing it. I'm getting you guys, hungry. mark it on your. I I bought it. What day is today? The eighth. I bought it on the sixth. Two months. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take it down in two months. Ooh, fantastic! Uh, good luck with that one, Brian. Neil, I love chatting with you. This is so fun. This is how we talk. Yeah, on the. This is on, how we talk on the on the podcast. It's a good reason to talk to each other right here. Um, but yeah, shout out to rice, shout out to mayonnaise, shout out to holidays and, uh, Brian, shout out to you. Appreciate everybody listening to banter buddies. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Talk to you then. Bye.